Welcome to episode 7 of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. I'm Ozzy. Today we will be reviewing Warcraft and The Conjuring 2, and we will be having a discussion about our favorite horror films. I hope you enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Hey Ozzy, so... Um, what, what, what's going on with you? What have you been watching lately? Um, let's see, um, you know, we're watching Game of Thrones. Yep. It's gonna end soon. Mm-hmm. It's getting really intense there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you already know Dude, it's getting intense, up, man. Next episode is gonna be great. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, what else have we been watching? We've been watching Warcraft, Conjuring uh-huh. 2. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, we just started that one show, um... We watched like an episode or two. What's it called? Silicon uh, Valley. Yeah, Silicon Valley. We just started that because um, I've heard nothing but great things about it, and it's on that Game of Thrones Sunday night lineup. So um, I'm, I'm interested, and I, I'm quite liking it so far, even though I'm not the biggest TJ Miller fan, right? Yeah, it's a pretty good show overall. Yeah. Um, you know what movie I watched today for the first time? What? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> that movie is hilarious. It's let me an, tell you. It's ironic and some of the scenes. It's fantastic. Oh I, I actually was really surprised how much I actually enjoyed that movie. It's great. Um, yeah, I really like that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, I don't know, me and my brother have been watching The Magicians. So. Magicians? Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's not the best, but it's it's worth the first season, I guess. I watched The Lion King with my mom the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that on your Snapchat. All right, anyway. It's like the best <laughs> opening scene of all time. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely great. I have like a love letter on my letterboxd account, Cherry456, um, <laughs> to The Lion King because it is, in my opinion, one of the, it's the best anime movie ever made. Um, so yeah. Yeah, way let's, better let's, than Frozen to uh, all you people who say Frozen is better uh, than Lion King. Yeah, hey, don't, calm down. don't crap on Frozen, but, um, it's, it's not better than Tangle. Oh. I will fight you on that. But that's a discussion <laughs> for another day. Um, let's get into Warcraft. Um, we're going to start with our positives. I, I Overall, I actually was surprised how much I liked this movie. Yeah, I remember you and I were talking about the trailer. And yeah. <laughs> we were, we were kind of like the naysayers. Yeah. We're like, um, this needs to be, this needs to be cleaned up, yeah. so. And look, we both, we're not blind. I mean, I try to go in as blind as possible with these move or with movies, but we're not blind to what the critic score is, so we know <laughs> it's getting kind of crapped on. Um, but I was actually surprised how much I, like, actually enjoyed this movie. It's not, look, I'm not gonna say it's, uh, it's I won't even go as far as to say it's a good movie, but I had fun with it. It's an enjoyable movie to yeah. see. Um, all right, let's just get into our positives. So, what, what do you got, Ozzy? Um, I'm going to say that the cinematography in this movie was, for the, for the most part, pretty good. Yeah. Um, um, I really liked the set design, and mm-hmm. the costumes were great, and they really... Most of the costumes were great. Um, <laughs> He's reacting to my face. Most of the though. costumes were great, because I'm looking at some of the armor right now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that that was my issue. Okay, I'm going to say this. Design. For for the orcs, fantastic. For the humans, let's clean up a little bit. But for the most part, for the most part, the cinematography was great. Um, I really mm-hmm. liked the way some of the scenes were shot. Like when we get like an overview yeah. view of the kingdom and of the orcs land, I thought it was mm-hmm. great. So um, I'm not going to disagree with you on that point. I... The orcs were surprising, look surprisingly good. The opening shot of this movie, I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> um, and then, 
obviously there's a couple of action moments where I'm just like, eh, that was, like, the CGI could be a little hit, hit or miss with the, in that respect. Um, but no, overall, it was actually surprisingly good. I was worried it would be like a Hobbit type thing where it like completely took me out of the movie. Um, which there are a, a little bit of moments where there was CGI and human characters both on the screen. Yeah. Where I was just like, Ew. like, and it was like a Hobbit type of thing. I'm like, I'm not buying it at all. Um, but overall, it was actually better than I was expecting it in that respect. Um, but I do agree, or you agree with me based <laughs> on our facial, on my facial expressions that you saw. Um, the, oh my gosh, the costume design for the humans was just so over the top, and I was just like, so yeah, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> but everything was just way bigger than it needed to be, and I was just like, come on, can't we, like, try? <laughs> like, I get, they were going for like a video game type vibe, but, I don't know. It didn't work for me. It, it could have been more realistic in a sense, yeah. but I think the colors were a little bit too bright. They yeah. would have darkened it a little bit. I that's actually a good point. The color, the color scheme, like it was just like of everything really it was yeah. really bright. I was like, I think fan, honestly, fantasy has worked best when it's kind of more gritty. And I mean, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's they they are recognized the way they're recognized for a reason. And why have why has nobody like tried to go back to that? And we just keep getting these Hobbit movie or the Hobbit movies or this where it's all like glossy and, and it's like okay, whatever. Um, anyway, uh, we kind of dipped into our negatives there. <laughs> like, I know I we're saying we like this movie, so like let's get I think back to I think positive. CGI for the most part was pretty was yeah, pretty exactly. well. CGI for the most part was pretty well. We Carlos and I were crapping on this whole entire. When the, I'm telling you, when the trailer came yeah. out, we were crapping on the CGI. We we're just like, how. Yeah. Is this happening? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes came out. This is what CGI looks like. There's no excuse as to why we're going back. That's exactly what I was going to say. We got Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. You can't give us anything that's way below that or else we're going to be like, we know we can do better. So let's not. Um, Standards for for CGI have definitely Um, definitely gone up. Okay, another big positive for me is the action scenes. Holy crap. Like, that was honestly probably what sold me, or what got me um, to push me to the positive side of, like, a score was the action in this movie was pretty much always, like, wow, that was awesome. And it's very surprisingly violent. This is not a movie that you take to your kids to, <laughs> let me tell you. Like, there was some scenes where I was like, pe- limbs were ripped off, and I was like, oh, okay, we're going there. Yeah, I'm surprised this movie was, like, you could tell they were kind of pushing, they were, the, like, right on the, the verge, right the on the verge, of, like, yeah. PG-13. Yep. And it was great. I really love the violence. Like when the orcs came in and you're there fighting with the humans, mm-hmm. very gritty. The, all the action very scenes gritty. were intense, were just fun to watch. I, I really lo- enjoyed the action in this movie. And people, I, I can see maybe people complaining about like, oh, it was just CGI, but I, it didn't bother me much. If, if at all, I, the CGI and the action scenes. So I, I, again, the action was probably the best aspect of the movie in my opinion. The best aspect of the movie, in my opinion, um, had to definitely be um, Duraton, which was one of the main was which was the main orc. Okay, yeah, um, played by Toby's name. So May, yeah, I looked up the character name, played by Toby Kebble. He did a fantastic job. Did mm-hmm. a fantastic job playing him. Agreed. He definitely was probably had his, my favorite character. Our, he's my favorite character because he had. Yep. I was so invested in his storyline, mm-hmm. so invested in this character. It was so great to see him. He was 
by far probably one of the best parts of this whole entire movie. Um, yeah, and that's actually one thing I really appreciated about this movie was that it kind of gave you both sides of everything, where it's like you understand where, like, obviously there is an antagonist in this movie. I'm not going to tell you, like, overall who it is because it might be verging on spoiler territory, mm-hmm. but overall you kind of, you could see that there were where both sides are coming from. Yes, obviously you're meant to lean more towards the human side, I think, but the fact that it's difficult for me to tell where the director or the story wanted you to lean, that's a credit to the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he did a fantastic job, mm. definitely. What did you think about the story and just kind of like the mythology of the whole universe? I would have liked to get more mm-hmm. detail. Because agreed, I'm not gonna get into it. For those of you, for those of you who play Warcraft, you know the history. Mm-hmm. But for those, I play Hearthstone, so I know a little bit of of the characters. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. say for for Warcraft fans, I mean, you guys are gonna love this movie because it has a lot of fan service for you guys. It mm-hmm. has a lot of fan service. I, I I was squirreling like a little girl at some things. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I know this, <laughs> I know this because I play Hearthstone. It's not a yeah. lot, but I'm just like, I know this. Mm-hmm. But um, it has a lot of fan service. The problem with having a lot of fan service is you, you need to also explain to people who don't play mm-hmm. who don't play the brand of your games. Give us a little bit of backstory. Give yes. us a little bit more details and plot because mm-hmm. we don't know. I play one game. Mm-hmm. I don't play Warcraft itself. I don't know a lot of the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I, of what's look, going on. I really did like the mythology that they set up, but we needed more. Um, the, basically the premise of this movie, this isn't spoiling it because you're, this is like the first five minutes of the movie. Um, basically the premise is that these orcs start basically coming from, I guess, another dimension or another world. Yeah. They open a portal. They open a portal. But, but it also opens with this monologue about how orcs and humans have been warring for a long time. So I was just, it it was confusing for me because again, like, People who play Warcraft might be listening to me and going, wow, you're an idiot. This is so simple. But from somebody who has never played this, the game and doesn't know this mythology at all, I was just a little confused as to like, so there's a different dimension, but are there humans on this other dimension? Is that why he's saying that they've been warring for forever? Like, I was just confused. And I don't think that it, they would give us enough of the mythology. But it was good enough where I was like, I need more of this mythology. So again, it's like two sides of the same corner. It's like you, you just you need, you need a little, a little more. more. But, but it, it was, was what we got was good. I just wanted more. It was good enough to get you hooked. Mm-hmm. Definitely good enough to get you hooked. Let's get into some of our negatives here. Yep. Um, Carlos, what, what, give me give me a negative here. <laughs> um, I mean, we already kind of got into um just the. The hit or miss nature of the CGI, but, and that's, that's there, but I don't think that's like a big problem with it. I think some of the bigger problems with it are just some of the characters that feel a little unnecessary or a little like misused or let's force down your throat, I guess. I, I don't know. The, the main, um, main character, Travis Fimmel's, um, character's uh, son. Yeah. Yeah. So the main character's son is, Basically in this movie, and it's like, you're supposed to, like, care about him, like, but the thing is, they don't give us a reason to care about him. They, as an audience, they just give, they just show that the dad cares about him. So, like, 
when the kid or when the kid is in danger or something, like it's supposed to be like, oh my gosh, is he gonna be okay? I, like I didn't care because like he was a bland character, the basically the entire time. So I just don't care. I don't know if it was the performance or if it was the way the character was written. I think, I think it was, it was the way. both, and also you didn't really get a lot of screen time with the son, exactly, or 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 the father together. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't. You don't really it. see their relationship. All you exactly. know is he cares for him, but you exactly. don't see you don't the relationship. See um, and I think that's pro- that's why I think it's more on the writing than probably the performance. The more I think about it, just because, like, honestly, how many lines did the kid actually have? <laughs> it wasn't much. <laughs> um, I mean, not that that would have helped, because my next negative is the dialogue. Um, there were some really rough patches in this movie <laughs> where I was just like, "Really, you're gonna say that?" Like, I, I don't know. Like, I should have. I mean, I try not to like type on my phone, and that's what I used to, would use to take notes after the movie. And I like I should have written down some sort of some of these quotes because I swear some of them were so cheesy, and there were just really cheesy moments throughout the movie where it's just kind of like, uh, come on, this is, like, can we be a little more? Ta- can you take this a little more seriously? Because I feel like if they would have taken it just a little more seriously in the writing, going back to the dialogue then maybe this movie would have gotten a little more respect, but I don't know. Um, Did you have as much problem with some of the dialogue or some of the cheesy moments, like where people are having conversations with slow motion action around them? Yeah, I definitely (laughs) did. I definitely did. Um, uh, Was it an ish, like, did it take you out of the movie at all? Or was it just like, oh, that's It did take me out of the movie when it came to the, to the, um, this is this is one of my negatives. The forced romance. Okay, yeah. The forced romance. It just it didn't really fit with the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why. <laughs> I don't even know why this is even happening in the movie. Yeah. Like in the first place. Um. Um. I think her. Yeah. The her name is um Garana, and she's played by Paula Patton, mm-hmm. and. She's, she does a fantastic job playing her. Performance um, was great. Performance was great, but first of all, we, you know, she's, she's obviously with the orcs at one point. That's, yeah. that's, that's not spoiling anything, but mm-hmm. we don't really, and I'm not going to try to spoil anything here, but I just don't understand what is going on with her at some points because it's just like her dialogue mm-hmm. and then just how I feel like her characterization is rushed. Yeah, I agree. Definitely rushed. I can't agree with that. And um, it's just yeah. My my problem with basically her entire her character was every connection that people like felt with her. Like there were moments where I thought, oh, she's gonna be with this guy, and then there were moments where I was like, oh, he likes her. But and then it's like, but why? We didn't see, again. We, again, we just don't see any reason. Like. We don't see any chemistry between them. And I do think it was partially on the chemistry. But I do think a lot of it was the writing where we just don't see why these characters like her or why she would be, like, we just don't get enough of it. And that's the problem with this movie. Um, A lot of the characters, you, we don't really care for. The mm-hmm. only character that really stands out to me is Dur- is, is Toby Kebbell's Duraton. Yep. And uh, Travis, K- Travis Femmel, who plays Anduin... He's a fantastic character. He was very entertaining, but He's I just really didn't care for him. He was great to watch mm-hmm. on screen, but I, I didn't particularly care 
yeah, for I, him as I, much as I feel like I should have. I disagree on his character, but again, this might be me bringing my biases into it because I'm a huge Vikings fan, and he's the star of Vikings. I so feel that, like that's why you care. That, again, that might be just what it is, but I do think he was a he was a okay character, and I don't think any of these characters that we think... talked about so far, in, in other than the son, were dislikable characters or just like openly where I'm less like, what are you doing? The only one that I would say that for is the character of the Guardian. The Guardian um, I really didn't care for. I, I I openly disliked him. I was just like, <laughs> the, your character is just... I, first of all, and I do think for, with him, I think it was a performance. Because I think there was enough writing there to make him a cool character. But for me, the performance was just like, what are you doing? Like, it felt like he was in a completely different movie. Like, he was playing like some like surfer hippie dude in this medieval movie, and I was just like, what is happening? Like, he was just so I can, weird. I can tell that a lot of the character, a lot of the actors in the movie did, did give their, mm-hmm. they tried to do, like, they tried to do right by what they had to work with. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with the performances. I don't, mm-hmm. overall, I had to have a problem with the writing, with the writing yeah. and the dialogue. I, and there's I, barely any character. I agree with <laughs> character you other than the Guardian. The Guardian, Bored me every time he, <laughs> he was in screen. Insane, just so like out of left field. And him, so him and the mage. Him and the mage. The yeah. his his uh, apprentice. Yeah, it was just kind of there the apprentice was annoying to me. I understand we needed him, but again, annoying. But yeah. um, um, that was my problem. That was my problem. Um, uh, I, also, I think one thing I'm going to bring up, and I'm going to be very vague because I don't want to spoil anything, even though. We didn't give a spoiler warning or a non-spoiler like thing at the beginning, but whatever. Um, okay, we're not. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but there is a twist that comes in about the beginning of the third act, the end of the second act. But it just doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't work. And it goes back to the what I brought up on our last episode when we were talking about now you see me with their twist. It's just like you can't give the you can't give us dialogue. That is just there to fool the audience. It has to make sense in story. So if your character, if the character is saying something completely opposite of what the twist reveals later, then it, and it wasn't to fool another character, it was just to fool the audience, then that's just bad writing. That's, that's just, you're honestly, you're just trying to fool the audience. The character had absolutely no reason to say that other than, if he knew somebody was watching him, which he obviously doesn't. So like, there is a twist in this movie, and it just was like, what? What? It, it didn't make any sense. Did it make sense to you? Not really. No. Because his motives, his motives weren't clear enough. Like I said, the, one we're of the main gonna, problems with this, this, one of the one of the, the main that we're talking about one of the main problems with this movie yeah. is honestly the writing. The writing. Yeah. I, I feel agree. if. The writing was better. This movie could have gotten better reviews. And we would have cared for way more characters. And could have propelled it into just being good. Again, I liked this movie more than I thought I would. It it was actually okay and almost good, but I think the writing holds it back. The writing holds a lot of it back. So, alright. Unless you have anything else to bring up, you want to get into our The last thing I'm going to say is there's, there's... some of it, some of some of some of the things felt a bit forced in the movie. I'm not gonna say what, but some of the things definitely felt a bit forced. I think that's the last negative 
I have. On just specific okay. scenes, you mean? Like, kind of, like... Yeah, I'd just say... Just events where it was just, like, why? Yeah, we I'd say, like, an event happened, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh... Going back to the writing. Why? Yep. But that's that's about it. Um, Getting the ratings. <laughs> I think we're kind of in the same range on this one. Or in the same ballpark, at least. So, do you want to start off, or do you want me to start off? I want you to start off. All right. I am putting it... I think... Ba- ba- People might be surprised based on our, like, kind of rant on the writing, but again, I do think the action and just the way it looked and the kind of mythology that they set up was cool enough where I was just like, it's actually pretty good. It's okay. So, I'm putting it at a 6.9. Wow. Yep. Wow. 6.9. I'm actually, I'm actually in the same, the yep. same, the exact same 6.9. 6.9, really? Yep. 6.9. Yep. I was actually it, thinking 6.9. It, it's just, it's so close to being good, because for me, the benchmark for good is 7. So it is so cl- it's right there, but the writing holds it back. I definitely, so much. I definitely want to see a sequel. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't mind seeing a sequel. I just we need the writing to be better. We need to see character growth in the second one. And for they sure. they do set like this is definitely feels like the opening to a trilogy, and that's fine with me. I don't care if we get another one. I'd actually be okay with that after seeing this one. But you need to. A new writer. <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to we need to fire that script guy because we don't I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> but let's get into before actually before we get into this, what what are some of your favorite fantasy I, movies? Fantasy movies, yeah. Hmm. I mean, the easy answer. Is, I know for you, it's Lord of the Rings. It's, the Lord of, it's Two Towers. That's honest. It's one. Of, <laughs> I I do think it's one of the better movie, best movies ever made. It's definitely in the the top twenty five at least for me. Um, it, it's just so good. The, Lord of the Rings is definitely a classic adventure yeah, movie. Um, I think the first from the first game, people might laugh, but the first Chronicles of Narnia is actually pretty decent. Even going back and rewatching it, it's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty. I liked it. What about I you? Like you? Um, I think you're not as down on the Hobbit movies as I am. So, is that up there for you or no? I'd say the second one is definitely up there. It's just the second one, though. That's the first like, one was boring to me, and the third mm-hmm. one was all right. I just felt it needed more, mm-hmm. and it just felt rushed. But I did love the second one. I, I really, really, I actually really do. That That's the one that I don't hate. I really do <laughs> the like second the second one. one. The second one was fantastic, in my view, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Some of the CGI needed to be cleaned up. Other than that, I really like the second that's one. That's an understatement. Um, yeah. I think my favorite series, this series got me into acting. You know what I'm going to say, Carlos? You know what I'm going to say? It's definitely Pirates of the Caribbean for me. You count that as fantasy, really. I do because it's an adventurous movie. Yes, we're taking part. Yes, it's in the sea and everything, but it's still an adventure movie. It's still fantasy. It still has some magic to it. It still has characters Mm -hmm. that aren't human. So I consider it a fantasy movie. Um, And I I would be remiss if I didn't say Star Wars because do not argue me on this. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. It is sci-fi fantasy. That's Mm -hmm. what it is. So I I like I like Star Wars. I wasn't really in love with the Force Awakens. We'll have this discussion. I'm not in love with it. What I am looking forward to, and I think this is, and I've discussed this with you. I think the first movie, the thing, like the first Star Wars movie, I'm actually really excited for is Rogue One. I, it, it, Rogue, Rogue One, One looks fantastic. Looks, looks like a looks like a yep. futuristic spy yep. movie, and I'm on board with it. Completely agree. On board with it. Um. Oh, have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? That's another good fan. Or no, fan I haven't film. seen it. 
Guillermo del Toro. That's the movie that kind of, like, I had seen the Hellboy movies, and I had seen, like, um, Pacific Rim, so I was, like, I was familiar with Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. But Pan's Labyrinth was the one where I was like, oh my gosh, this man, I want him to direct, like, everything. <laughs> Um, and that's what got me really excited for a movie that came out last year that I actually liked more than most people, um, Crimson Peak, which, not a fantasy, but it kind of leads into the horror genre that we're going to be talking about pretty soon. I have to mention this, because I think it has, by far, it's definitely in the top three fantasy cinematography, Mm -hmm. Avatar. Avatar had some of the story is not the best, but if I'm going to be looking at it for the CGI, the set design, everything, everything else, it is a fantastic, fantastic. I will argue anybody who craps on on Avatar because, all right, people, now it's become popular to hate Avatar and be like, oh, that movie's not that good. Okay. First of all, shut up. Second of all, let's don't lie to yourself and everyone else and say that you weren't one of the people who went to go see it more than once in the theater. Be, the fact that the movie is the highest person movie of all time says probability, basically, the odds are you went to go see it more than once in the theater. So let's, no, stop. Just saying. Uh, the, and people are like, oh, the story is so done, like it's done, been done before. Okay, that I don't get how that's like this big negative that makes it so a bad movie. The story, this it it does lower the movie, but it doesn't make everything else around the movie horrible. I was mm-hmm. still the 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 amazing thing about the movie is like you really felt a part of that world, especially mm-hmm. especially with the three D. I don't know if you saw it in three D, but I felt so a part of this world, oh, yeah, and it was saw. fantastic. Everybody I, saw it. I really loved. I, re- mm-hmm. I can honestly watch this movie just with the cinematography. It was fantastic. Oh, oh yeah. Um, just, it was that, fantastic. To, to me, that that was the movie that set the bar for um, CGI at the for time. For CGI and, until Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, last movie, last fantasy movie I bring up is um, How to Train Your Dragon 2. An animated <laughs> movie, but... That was... That was... It's definitely a fantasy, and it is so good. It's rarely... There are really times when you see a sequel better than its mm-hmm. predecessor, and this one did it fantastic. Not only better than its predecessor, <clears throat> I thought it could have easily been nominated for Best Picture that year. Yes. It was that good. It was fantastic. Um, I hope right. the third one is as good or better. Yeah. Because they definitely need that. Yeah. You want to move into The Conjuring now? Let's do The Conjuring too. Um, Spoiler free again. We're going to say it this time. <laughs> uh, spoiler free. Um, so we're going to try to avoid ruining for anybody, but um, let's get into our positives. I think we're both pretty high on this movie, obviously, um, but I think you're higher than I am, so why don't you start off with our positives here? Okay, I'm just going to start off and say, because <laughs> we're going to get into this later, so I might as well just start now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this movie is, I like this movie better than the first one. Oh. I'm not saying, I'm not going to say it's oh. it's better by like a lot, but I'm just going to say I like it better than the first one, and, and here's why. Carlos and Carlos didn't argue with me as to why. The reason why I like this one better is because the chemistry between Ed and Lorraine Warren in this movie, we get more of it and we get more dialogue and we see the trials of what they're going through in their relationship. And it's to me, it's so interesting. James Wan really knows 
how to do dialogue when it comes to scary movies, and he really knows how to do mm-hmm. scary movies. Directors out there trying to do scary movies, learn from him because he's fantastic. He's but the best horror director there is right now. Yeah, he's fantastic. So seeing them go through these trials and seeing the dialogue and everything, it just made me yep. really, really love these characters, and it really made me care for these characters a lot more. And yeah. for me to do, for them to do that in the sequel, to to get that much characterization in a sequel, is fantastic. Yep. You get more of a reason as to why they need each other so much. Yeah, I think. you get more of a reason yep. as to why they need each other and as to how they got e- how they got to each other in the first mm-hmm. place. Um, um it's fantastic. Look, I'm not fantastic. gonna argue that. And I think part of it is something that you brought up when we were talking or brought up when we were talking off um Mike about it was they they were they were the more of the um, They were more the main characters the main in this characters movie. in this film. Or at least co main characters with the family. And I think that's gonna, that extra characterization, like you said, is going to come when you're the more of the focus of the film. But the reason I, alright. Yes, maybe this movie did that better, and maybe that could be a personal reason as to why you personally liked it better. But to me, this movie had more flaws than the, than the first one even got close to having. The first one is, it's hard to argue that it's one of the best horror movies ever made. And it's my personal favorite horror movie ever made. So, or that I've ever seen at least. Um, I'm, it just, the first one doesn't have the flaws of this one. But I'm not gonna, let's not start with the flaws yet. <laughs> let's get to, let's start with positives. Um, that was my positive, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, you said Ed and Lorraine. They were fantastic, and I th- just think overall the characters in this movie were fantastic. The, the cast, this, the the girl, the, well, the main girl. I'm not even girl. talking about the acting. I'm talking about the characters. Like you oh, get reason. Okay. Uh, we'll get to the acting because I'm the, on the, the same page. Was the fantastic acting. in this movie. Um, great ca- character. You get every <clears throat> like it. It starts off with the, like showing this family, and yes, they're dysfunctional, but you understand like their dynamic, and you care about them just as much. Uh, like, you care about them as much as you're supposed to. And I really appreciate that because with horror movies, you need to care about the people who are getting tormented. Or else it's just like, oh, just kill them already. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it's just, I, I really, really enjoyed all the characters in this movie pretty much. The um, characters in this movie were fantastic. And obviously Ed and Lorraine were great. Even some, the side characters they introduced, there were a few that I was just like, okay, did that need to be there? But, Overall, I really enjoyed every character that we got in this movie. Even the, um, even the antagonist that we see was really creepy and I really appreciated it. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, as for the acting, you brought up. The every, acting in this was scene was, not this scene, I'm sorry, <laughs> this movie was great. It's, I'm gonna give a special shout out to Madison, I think, I think you pronounce your name Wolf. Um, he played Janet Hawkson, who is the girl who is getting possessed mm-hmm. by the by the spirit. She did a fantastic job, fantastic job. Oh, she she was great. She um, was great. She did a fantastic job. You saw the emotion. You, she you literally cared she for her. Terrified she looked terrified. She looked terrified. And then every time she had to switch to the to being the the the, the old man spirit, she yeah. did. I was scared of her, mm-hmm. but I cared for her. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where, like, oh, let me help you. Let me not. Let me help you. <laughs> so it was really, 
really did. She really did an awesome job. Um, she was by far one of my favorite characters in the whole entire film. Um, another one of my positives, um, definitely had, was definitely the way that James Wan shoots these scenes. Oh my gosh. The that way he shoots, he, the way he shoots these scenes, I'm like, oh my gosh, these yes. are, this is fantastic. Um, I, I'm so happy you brought that up because the camera movements that Juan uses, like, alright, I have my issues with him, his camera movement in action scenes in the Furious franchise that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh my gosh, can this man shoot horror? Him and whoever his cinematographer is, is Oh, dang. <laughs> like, there were moments, like, it would be, like, these long shots, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's just, it's so, because it puts you on edge. You're just like, you're like, okay, obviously we're not getting a jump scare right now. We're not going to get a cheap jump scare, so what's going to happen? What's going on? Like, you're on edge, you're on the edge of your seat, you're like, what is going on? And then it, and then it comes up, and it slowly starts to reveal something, and you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I really appreciate his camera movement in these movies. Um, he knows how to shoot well. He when knows it comes how to shoot horror. horror so good. So great. Um, and going back to real quick, we moved on from the acting, but Vera <clears throat> Farmiga, she again was the one who stood out to me. She stood um, out to me as well. She did a fantastic job. Fantastic. She, I think she was underused. <clears throat> I do think she was slightly underused in the first movie, but in this movie, she is given a chance to Shine and holy crap, she is good. Um, so I, I, she was probably my favorite in the entire movie, acting wise. Um, and let's see, do I have any? Do you have any more positives? That's it for me. Um, oh, just the the pace and the tension of the the, the tension in the, the tension in, especially in, this in the movie. first half. <laughs> I think it was better in the first half, but that's not too crap on the second half because I really enjoyed the second half for the climax that we got um, because I really like horror movie and demonic possession movies climax um, but the the tension in the first half of this movie again on the edge of your seat you're just like oh my gosh what is going to happen and it would just be like little things where like uh, like you're freaking out just as much as these people are because you're like that that's not supposed to happen. what what is going on and you're just as like kind of clueless as they are um, and then obviously the story, it, like the mythology that they set up, or I, I guess not mythology depending on how you look at it, but reality depending on what you believe. Um, but just what they set up in this world that they put you in is so solid and so um, just creepy but enjoyable to experience, I guess. I don't know, it's weird with horror movies how to phrase those kind of things. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's... They did a fantastic job. You you see the emotion, mm-hmm. and you really do care for these characters. And, and like I said, the movie really is paced incredibly well. I'm gonna um, say this, guys: the there you're breathing, you're constantly on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. This movie, I think the con the first Conjuring is an amazing movie, one of the best scary movies of my like of all time, in my opinion, as well. Yeah. But I do think The Conjuring 2 literally had me on the edge. Of, like, at least for me, it had me on the edge of my seat way more than The Conjuring did. But there were moments, we'll get into this, there we'll were moments where I was just like, okay, what are we doing? Um, but, uh, real quick, um, before we get into our negatives, because I do want to touch on that. Um, just, I, I, 
there were moments, like, I'm not, I don't scare too easily in these movies, Mm -hmm. and, um, there were a few jump scares which are on my negatives, but, and, but it wasn't a lot. And for me, a jump scare is when, like, it's like a loud noise or something happens, but then it's nothing. That, that's, that's called a cheap jump scare. No, don't do that. If you're gonna have something like a loud noise or something just appear, make it be something actually scary. Please. And I think when this movie did it, it did it. And there were two or three times in this movie that really got me where I was like, oh crap. <laughs> I, was like, I was not expecting it. It got me. It surprised me. It was, it was great. Um, so, As Carlos, I was, yeah. I was the one jumping in the movie theater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that might have been because of the girl next to you, but we will discuss that on the Ozzy's relationship. Why are we? Oh. <laughs> Anyway, let's go to our We're going to give you an announcement about that. <laughs> what? We're going to give you an announcement about our YouTube oh, yeah. like, by the end of this episode. Okay. But, um, no. <laughs> all right. So, as for our negatives, I think I'm probably going to have a little bit more than you did. Um, what I've kind of been alluding to throughout the positives and throughout our debate on if this one was better than the second one. Um, there were just... There were moments in this movie, lighthearted moments, where, yes, you want to put a little bit of levity into it, into it, and I do think there were a couple times early in the movie where there was like, there was like a joke thrown in there, I was like, oh, that's pretty funny, (laughs) like, and I was like, oh, that was a good, like, a a good way to ease up, to let people feel at ease a little bit, Mm -hmm. so that you can get them again with the scare. But the problem is, this movie dedicated, like, entire scenes to... Or entire just sequences of dialogue to just being funny or like lightening the mood. And it's like, yes, you can give us a moment here or there to let us sit back in our seat. But don't take away from the overall creepy tone of the movie just to give us that moment. I think that's what a lot of people have a problem with. I don't particularly have a problem with it just because, like I, like I just said, and I don't know if you agree, to me the first act of this movie... It, I, it was I, extremely intense. Yeah. Extremely yes. intense. Had yes. people on the edge of their seats. Tension is crazy. definitely the word I would use to describe the first It time. was crazy. So I didn't necessarily... I understand why James Wan did this. I don't necessarily don't think that that's a problem. We've had so much... We're jumping on the edge of our seats. I know you were The entire scene? And then there... Okay. And the this scene, isn't the, a spoiler. This, this is scene, something the scene. The scene's not like... And the scenes weren't, weren't like... You know, like what four or five minutes long? They were, they were, they were, they were pretty and decent. The, the one that I'm like the, the one, biggest example. The one that of you're, it, you're <laughs> the biggest example of it. This is not a spoiler. It's just a minor thing that happens in the movie, but it does take up an entire scene. As I'm saying, it's like there's like um, Ed basically gets a guitar and he starts singing, and it's just like, oh, what is this? Does this turn into like Sweeney Todd? Like, is a horror musical? No. What are we doing here? Like, he just starts singing, and it's like, okay, I get that he's trying to light up the kid's mood, and through that, you're trying to light up, um, lighten up the tone, or not lighten up the tone, but that's what it ended up doing. You're trying to just ease the tension in, of the audience so that we can sit back and go, okay, like, we're just having a nice family moment here, so you can get us. The problem is, there was no payoff to it. The entire scene, I was like, okay, obviously something scary is going to happen. Like, obviously, no, 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 just, oh, the song's over. The okay. only, the only that problem, was the only problem I had with that scene was, was Lorraine 
was smiling and then she she her smile was fading. So I was thinking yeah. something's gonna happen. That's the only thing I could possibly give. I didn't have a problem. It was like a drawn out bad jump scare. Because it's like it's like giant, it's gonna get you. It's gonna get you. And then oh no. Yeah, like the last the last like ten okay. seconds of that scene, last fifth like fifteen, twenty seconds of the scene, you see her smile fading and then you see her walk away. And I'm thinking she's gonna go investigate or something. Yep. No, I mean that's the only problem I have with that scene. That's the uh, only uh, problem I have with that scene. The the whole the whole him singing thing was fine. It was but, lighting up the mood. And if you saying, see the movie, for, for the you, tone, you understand why he did it. I'm, but I'm just saying for the tone, it did not didn't help. It didn't keep it consistent. That, that's what I'm saying. For when it comes to the tone, I get why it was there. I get why it was structurally there. But tonally. It did not help to keep the creepy tone, especially that the first one had. And I'm not trying to keep comparing it to the first one. I'm just defending my position on the first one because of Ozzy's position on the first versus the second one. But I'm just saying it didn't keep a consistent tone. And another thing that added to that was the soundtrack to this movie. I'm sorry. It was horrible. It was absolutely atrocious. I have to listen to this song talking. You know? Um, go, like I, I know because things are scary happening, you're kind of distracted and you're just people are recovering from things, and you're not like as clearly head or as level headed as probably you would be in any other movie to be to notice the soundtrack. But I'm telling you, the soundtrack to this movie was so just odd. And it, like, okay, in the Insidious movies, other James Wan directed movies. We get, in the first one, we get that happy song, but it's very creepy, right? Just because of the way it's used and the style of music that it is. In this movie, we get these happy or song, happier songs, but they're not used in a creepy way. It's just there. And again, it's something, it's another thing where I'm just like, you're completely going against the, what this, what the tone of this movie should be. And what the tone of this movie has been, and you're just like throwing this in there, and that continued all the way up until the end, where again I thought the end was a little too um, clean cut, and I thought the end, like the very end, I'm talking about the very very end, um, and a little too just even happy, and I was just like, you can't end a horror movie this like just like, and crap goes down in in the end of this movie. Don't get me wrong, it's a classic like exorcism demonic type like um th- that style of ending and i love that kind of stuff um and it it's great and it's very riveting and things go down like i'm not s- saying that this movie is completely like ultimately lighthearted and i'm not saying that because things get real and things get dark and things actually do happen but the very end i was just like why are we ending this? <laughs> no, I, I know that's a weird complaint, but it's just like to me, the tone was just not consistent throughout the movie. There were too many like, oh, we're gonna try to brighten up the mood here moments, and through specific scenes. I think you were just, music. I think you were just really pissed off about it because, like I said, and you and you agree with me here. There was just so much tension, so that take like a like a bit of a breather. But I mean, not, I'm tone. Do you get what I'm saying tonally? You have to have bit. a consistent tone. You can't just. I'm looking. I'm, I'm. I'm remembering the first Conjuring movie, and there were scenes like the like where where, the, where Ed and Lorraine are cooking breakfast for him, and that was like a happy scene. Yeah, but I'm thinking about that. I'm like, okay, it's like the same thing. It's not the same. It's because it didn't focus on like it's just like it's just something that's happening. 
the reason why I was there was to focus on Ed and Lorraine's. The reason why that song was there was to focus on Ed and Lorraine's um, uh, relationship. But it didn't really go with the horror of what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And that, but that's and that's what I'm saying. Like again, I get I didn't, why it's structured. Okay, I guess. Okay, I guess. Tonally, I guess you I didn't. I guess you didn't like it because because of the tone. I didn't particularly mind it because it added more to their characterization. Yeah, that's why. That's why him and I are just disagreeing. Yes, on it. yes. exactly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, we've been there for like five minutes. But yeah, I mean that's why. I mean I I don't Sorry mind for it. The model art Sorry. People. I don't really mind it because it yeah. adds to their characterization. So it's a it's a hit or miss. It's it, a hit or miss. I think it'll be a taste thing, but um, it's a hit or miss. It, yeah. it just depends on on what you know on what it is. Um, do you have any more negatives? I know you didn't have as you can come up. I really with this didn't. Many. I really didn't have that much negatives in this movie. Um, one of the only negatives I have is that some of the CGI in this movie really agree really took me out of this movie. Yeah, there was a character <laughs> introduced, and how he's introduced is just like so weird, and it's not like creepy weird. It's just like that's kind of just what. The only thing that creeped me out about that scene was the voice, mm-hmm. and then just that's it. Yeah, but I wasn't scared i wasn't mm-hmm. i was just looking at this like am i watching an animation movie mm-hmm. like what am i watching like is like so it wasn't yeah i really wasn't that that's one of the main mm-hmm. things that really brought me down was that because um, it completely took me out of the movie okay and i have I, i've praised the story of this movie but i do think there are a little bit of issues with the writing first of all the Okay, the first half of this movie, it kind of follow it's separate, like two separate stories. It's following Ed and Lorraine and this family. And obviously things are going to come together, right? But the problem is, I didn't, like, I don't think it connected as well as it could have. Or I don't think it tied together as well as it could have, or was written, or is explained as well as it could have. What I'm saying, like, yes, we get, like, okay... We get that this was caused by this and like it all it all worked together and it all like connects and there was a reason for everything that happened ultimately. But it did feel a little disjointed at the beginning, but because it did connect at the end, that's forgiven. The problem is that it wasn't as cleanly connected as it could have been. Where the like when we sit back and think about, oh, so this is why this happened, you know, we're kind of like we have to put that into the movie. Mm-hmm. We, it's not giving us that. And yes, I know people are going to be like, oh, you don't, you need a movie to spoon feed you. No, but you need, like, it needs to make sense. And I think for, for the connection to make sense, we have to put something in there. We have to go, this is why this. That's why it makes sense. I think I think overall that was okay. There's only one thing I'm, I'm not gonna say what I'm not gonna say yeah. what it is, but there's you only get one what I'm thing. Saying, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna say there's one thing. And you're, I think that's where the audience got a little bit confused. I mean, I say what it is, but the doubt aspect. No, oh. that that too. But we'll get there. We're gonna get there. But there's there's one thing in this movie. It happens, and it's and it's it's a twist. And you're like, oh my gosh! Like you know, it's one of those mm-hmm. twists, and it it works well. Mm-hmm. But the process before you just you're left confused. The in build a sense. up. Didn't, yeah, you're yeah, like I you're left confused. Saying. Like. You're shocked at the same time, and it works well. Surprisingly, yeah. it works well. It, it works. Again, yeah, I'm not saying it didn't work, well. work. I'm just saying it could have been a li- executed a little yes, better. Yes, I can agree with that. It could have been executed better, and I did want more detail when it came to that thing yeah. that happened. But yeah. 
That's all I'm going to say um, about that. Okay, and then the last thing on this movie, um, there is an aspect of kind of doubt thrown into the movie where you're just like, oh, like you're supposed to, basically you're supposed to go, oh, what, like, are we, is this really happening? Like, is this really happening? Or is it, but the problem is, it's, it just feels thrown in there. And because of that, you're, you're, it basically feels like a waste of time. And I know you didn't like the character who introduces it, so I think you're kind of on the same page as me. Um, but it, it, I have questions about yeah. it because, the, like I told you before we yeah. started. The, the problem is, like, if you're going to have us, if you're going to have our main character start to doubt what's going on, then you need to have us doubting what's going on. Yeah, because we know that because it's happening. We know it's real. So when you have the lead character saying, I don't know, then how are we supposed to buy in? Like, how are we not supposed to think, oh, this is a waste of time because we know they need to get to this point. So what, <laughs> it just feel it felt like a waste of time. Um, and again, there's just little like story issues that could have been executed a little better. Um, and I think it's more of the writing than the direction because again, James Wan, he knows what to do when it comes to tension and pacing and just the direction of it the, uh, that he gives to his actors. I think he's fantastic. I think it might be more on the writing side of things. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I got. That's my spiel on that. Yes. Uh, do you have anything else? No, that's about it. All right. What I think you're higher on this movie than I am. So, what is your rating for The Conjuring Two? It's an eight. An eight. Okay. So you're actually surprisingly, shockingly, in my opinion, to you're not that much higher than I am. I'm at a seven point eight. Seven point eight. Seven point eight. That's not. We're not too far off. I just. And again, I keep going back to, like, I think one of the things we need to post on our YouTube channel is a breakdown of how our rating system, like, how we do our rating systems. But for me, 8 is the benchmark for when I'm willing to say a movie is great. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's just, it's not quite there. And I do, because of some of the issues I brought up, and yes, when I, when I have a love or passion for a franchise, like I do, because of the first Conjuring movie, mm-hmm. I do I tend to pick apart things. So it might sound like I absolutely hated this movie <laughs> in the review, but I actually really like this movie, and I was just picking it apart because I like this franchise so much, and I want it to be great. And that's the same reason why we pick we tend to pick apart superhero movies, you know. Um, so that's what I'm like. I really I still really like this movie, and I think it's really good. I just don't think it's great, and I don't think it's anywhere near the level of the first one. Yeah, I think it's, I think both movies were great. Um, I think, to me, I mean, The Conjuring, The Conjuring is literally an 8 2, but I think the, really? I think the second, yeah, but I think the second one is just Way a little bit. <laughs> okay, if we're talking like a, like yeah. a horror movie scale, The, the no. Conjuring is, is Conjuring, the- if we're just talking about movies in general, I'm gonna yeah. give it like a solid 8, but I'm, if we're talking like horror movie scale, mm-hmm. Conjuring, the regular Conjuring is like definitely like right below a ten, <laughs> right below a ten. Oh. It's like a nine, it's like a nine point seven, a nine point eight, and then the Conjuring two is like, it's like again, I'm, I'm liking both, this because this is like a preview into our discussion. They're on, both there. No, this is a preview into our discussion about how we do our rating systems because we, us two, have vastly, I think, different ideas on how we rate movies. Like yeah. I have a single scale, and you kind of like have, you know. 
it's it's this for this kind of movie. And I, I understand that. I think a lot of people do do it like that. But for me, that's just not how I do it. Um, so I th- that's interesting. But you're at a 8. I'm at a 7.8. Um, so that's that. And I would still, like, 7 is where I start recommending things. So go see this movie. <laughs> Definitely go if see this want, movie. Especially if you like horror. If you don't like horror, then obviously you should probably avoid it because <laughs> you're not. it's a very scary movie. So it even got me a couple of times. So. Carlos doesn't get scared that often. So yeah. when you see this man jump, <laughs> he got me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, kind of. Let's get into. We are running. Like, let's get into a really quick discussion on our favorite horror movies. Favorite horror movies. Um, yeah. What? What? Do you have like a top like three, maybe, or something like that? It's definitely between the Insidious and the Conjuring movies. Really? Definitely. Because I love, I love the Insidious. Okay. I love the, I love, yeah. I haven't seen the third one, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. I have seen the first two. Mm-hmm. And I just love how it all ties together That's so That's my favorite aspect of the nicely. Insidious movies. I love it. Yep. It is fantastic. Because this is going to be spoilers here for you guys who haven't seen the first or the second one. Spoilers just a little bit, but if Quick you, spoilers. if you, we'll try to, like, 10 I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be like detailed do about it, do it, but quick. 15 <laughs> seconds, go. Every, you see every, you see small events that happen in the first movie, in the second movie. Yeah. So you're just mind blown. Yes. You're just like, this is why this is happening. Yeah, exactly. And it's fantastic. Uh-huh. And you're, and you're just like, Oh my God. And it's, you, it's like, you're, yeah. Getting all excited. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, look, I will. I know to a lot of people, the second one is considered the worst Insidious movie. I'm like, I don't know what you were watching. Like, it might not be as scary, I guess, as the first one, but the story connects so well. It's just so cool to watch. I, I don't know. Um, the way he, I the, do think, the way James Wan did that was fantastic. Yeah. I cannot. Get I do over think that. the Insidious movies have kind of become like hipster horror movies, where like. It's very popular movies for, like, um, older teens and young, just, like, it's kind of like, they're the cool horror movies these days, which is fine, but I don't think, they're not, like, the first horror movies that I think of when I think of great horror, um, in my, to me, um, but the thing, like, I'm not gonna sit here and say, like, I'm some horror junkie. There are definitely some older horror movies that I, I'm ashamed that I haven't seen. <laughs> so, like, if I don't mention something that you think is one of the best ever, sorry. Yeah, guys, <laughs> if we don't mention some horror movies, don't um, don't kill us, please. Okay, my top three is The Conjuring. I, I, I'm i sorry, I think it's the best horror movie that I've... It's my favorite horror movie I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, Conjuring's fantastic. Um, Conjuring's so that's number one for me. Too. Then The Ring. Have you seen The Ring? The ring is. I don't. I don't have. I've seen it one time. Oh my gosh! I haven't seen it again. <laughs> it's because it gave me nightmares. Oh my gosh! That movie freaked me out when I was a kid, and it still freaks me out to this day. It is a great movie, and arguably, it might be the best PG thirteen horror movie ever. Um, and then I would say number three. This might be controversial, I guess, because it's not full horror. It's like half horror, half not. Alien. Alien? Alien is sci-fi horror, and it is freaking great. (laughs) It's not only one of the best movies ever made, or not only one of the best horror movies ever made, but one of the best movies ever made. Um, so Alien is great. What do you, do you think, do you like the parent, uh, the paranormal activity franchise? Um, no. No? I like the first one, and I, 
and I, they kind of all blend together, but I think I like the third one too. Um, other than that, they're just kind of like whatever. I like the first one only for one reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. But <laughs> I only like the first one for mm-hmm. one reason. Um, so I, I think it's a pretty okay scary yeah. movie, but it's not one that sticks in my mind. Yeah. It's definitely not one that sticks in my mind. Um, have you seen some of the older classics like The Shining, which I don't fully consider horror, but for this discussion, I will. Um, The Shining, Poltergeist, or The Exorcist, for that matter. Um, the Exorcist is definitely my top five. Just saying, throwing that out there. Um, I haven't seen Poltergeist. You haven't. I, I want to see it. I it want it's to see great. It. The first, the original, the, the remakes. The I, remakes need to stop. What? But I heard. I want to see the original. It, it's the great. first Chucky. Oh yes. The first Chucky is fantastic. This kind of leads us into the slasher discussion. Do you like the old '80s slasher movies? Like, what do you mean? Like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. I can, I yeah, that those movies creep me out. I know this movie wasn't good, but mm-hmm. I've only seen it once, and as a child, mm-hmm. it scarred me. It was the Friday the thir- it was it was Freddy versus Jason. Oh, it's not. It's not, not good, as good, but as a stand on the. Yeah, but as a kid, I saw it. So me going to Halloween Horror Nights and it's still giving me nightmares. I'm like, oh crap. (laughs) So, I mean, that was one that I saw as a kid and I was like, oh my gosh, this is scared the crap out of me. Um, Um, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street is the only one that I don't think in retrospect, I do think there's creepy elements to it just in the concept, but in retrospect, it doesn't hold up as well as the other two franchises do. Halloween, the first two, really the first two, but the first one definitely holds up. It is a great movie. Um, and Friday the 13th, the twist on who the villain ends, is in Friday the 13th is fantastic, and it blows my mind. Even the second Friday the 13th, or the iconic um, nature of the later um, films in the franchise are, are great, but... It, it's I, I really do like those two um, franchises. Um, oh, and one more that I want to bring up. One more, real quick. Uh, earlier this year, we actually right, come, right coming out of the theater for The Conjuring Two, I said it's n- it's not my favorite horror movie of the year. And I know you haven't seen this movie, but I'm gonna highly recommend it to you. Highly recommend it to you. It might even be creeping into my top ten, if not higher, of all time. Because the more I think about it, the more creepy it is. The Witch. It came out earlier this year, and it's just so creepy. Who is it with? Oh, crap, what's her name? I can't... It's like this unknown um, young girl. Um, but <clears throat> it is so, so good. I freaking... The more I think about it, the more creeped out and just... Uh, the more I appreciate that movie. Um, I think I gave it like an 8 or an 8.1 when I first watched it, maybe a little bit higher, but it'll definitely, um, get higher once I watch it again, because like I said, that movie, it's, I still think about it, and I'm like, that was really creepy. One of the, one of, um, this is my last one, yeah. Sinister. Okay. Sinister? Yeah. I actually haven't seen it. What? I missed it. Like, when it came out, I was like, I need to watch that. Sinister, Sinister, it. I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys. I haven't seen the second one because it got crap ratings, but Sinister is just great because it's it's the mm-hmm. investigation that's that that leads into yeah. 
getting <laughs> getting into this okay. getting scary. So it's yeah. I, I suggest you watch it, bro. Uh, it's I, been, I've it, heard great best, things, and I do need to watch it just because I believe the director is the one who's going to be directing Doctor Strange. So I need to watch it just for background of anything. <laughs> but I do want to watch it, um, and I believe you. Yeah, never mind. Um, real, real, real quick. Uh, sorry. The, the one movie that I missed last year that I've been dying to watch just because the premise is so weird. Which one? It Follows. Have you heard of it? No. Came out last year. It's basically like, I get, the way I've heard it described is, described is it's like a demon that's an SPD, STD. What? So it follows, like, if you pass it along to somebody, it starts like haunting you, I guess, or whatever. If you have sex with somebody, so then it like goes to the next person. So the no, demon no, is. No, 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 no. I don't want to do it anybody. <laughs> I don't want to do it anybody. Like the girl comes to me, hey, what? No, swerve, <laughs> sit over there. We're gonna just talk. Be so, friends. Yeah, that's a movie that's been on my like watch list for forever. I need to watch it. Um, all right, let's get into our recommendations. Um, do you have anything? That you want to recommend to the people who you I'm going to recommend off. the Conjuring franchise. That's what I'm recommending. Okay. The Rock Conjuring is fantastic. I mean, if you've listened to this whole thing, maybe you've... The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2 yeah. are overall great. Yeah. Um, I love them. It's a great... We've raved about both of them on yeah. here. So. <laughs> we, we all, I love these movies. Um, one movie that I will be recommending, it's not like... It's not the best horror movie, and it's 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 okay. But it's just worth watching for the, the, like, the story and the way that it's presented. And I told you about this off, um, off Fair. mic before. Yeah. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. The way it's, the way the movie goes, it's like, it's a court case. And basically the defense is trying to prove that, um, that this girl was possessed. So you get two sides to the story. You get the side, where she was just mentally ill and she needed medical attention. Mm-hmm. And then you get the side where, oh my gosh, she was being possessed or she was being tormented by um, a demonic presence or a ghost or something. Or I guess it would be a demonic presence. So you get both sides of it. And you're basically the movie leaves you like, like or the, not leaves you, but throughout the entire movie, it's giving you like, what what's really happening? So you're kind of like the jury mm-hmm. as the audience. That's, that's it, interesting. It's great. Interesting um, take. Like it's got issues. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a great movie, but I do think that it's worth watching just for just the uniqueness. The way it's, it's so set, unique. Yeah. So I, I would recommend that movie definitely. All right, Ozzy. Well, that's it for this. We're gonna um, we'll be a little late on our Game of Thrones recap. Um, we're going to be we'll, a little it, late. It, it might be Monday or Tuesday, so we'll be looking out for that. And then um, we've got m- movies coming out this weekend. We're busy, guys. we got we got Finding Dory coming out, and then we got Central Intelligence. We'll try to get oh, to that. True. Yeah, yeah, we're going to try to get the two guys yeah, we're on. Gonna, we'll try to get that out early, but we, we're gonna try we'll to, see. We're going to we'll try see. to get it's gonna it gonna be, out. It's going to be different, <laughs> but we'll see. We're going to try to get it out Friday or Saturday. So yep. we're hoping, we're, we're aiming for Saturday. Yep. Um, so that's the latest it should be up. Yep. Um, Game of Thrones should be out on Monday. Monday. His father's, yeah, his father's day. We'll see. Yeah. Um, um, so that's it. That, that's what's going on. Where can people find you? Ozzie? People can find me on Twitter, Castro Ozzy. Tweet me. I really don't tweet guys. I shouldn't be <laughs> tweeting. 
And then you guys are like, why don't you tweet? But I'm busy. But, <laughs> um, uh, you guys can definitely find me on Instagram, um, Ozzy Cray, yep. along with, I think there's another thing where I'm named Ozzy Cray, but I forgot Snapchat what it is. No, that's Ozzy320. Snapchat me, guys. Ozzy320. Definitely on Snapchat. I'm on Snapchat um, all the time. I'm on Snapchat on my way home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my, my, you can follow me, follow me on Twitter at Cherry456. So make sure you do that. And you can, our YouTube channel, I, yeah, we're going to try to get a video up on Thursday. We're going to do a video on Thursday for sure. We're not going to try. Um, we're going to do it on Thursday yeah. for sure. So Okay. Ozzy is more confident than I am. We're, have, we're definitely going to do that. Right. We're gonna, it's going to be... We're, we're planning on what it is. We're going to... I'm. This is where I'm calling the shots here. Okay. Yep. <laughs> He's in charge of the video elements. So we'll see. We're going to check out how it goes yep. for you guys. So hopefully you guys can enjoy so, it on, on um, Thursday. Next Thursday. Yep. Be looking for that. And follow us on social media. And then... Make sure you tell other people about this podcast and subscribe. Because we're screen fellas. Yep. Boy. No, no, no. Don't no, forget the boys, but we're screen fellas. All right. Well, see you later, guys. Do things on the screen. Ugh. <laughs> All right, guys. See you guys later. Have a good night. Bye.